Alright. Yep, we're good. We live? We are live. Sick. Alright, so it's been a little bit and today we're doing the post tournament breakdown. Yep. Competed right. in the Fuji sixteen man brown belt bracket in Dayton the what was that? Two weeks ago? Last no, that's last week. Mm-hmm. Um no, no, two weeks ago. Um Felt good going in, like I wasn't nervous or anything. Like, um, oh, the result, I got choked with a bow and arrow choke. Um, I was trying to go for my own baseball bat choke as he was passing my guard, which was something I had been working on in the gym. Um, but it just didn't work out. <laughs> like, ah, um, okay. But within that, there's, it, there's a lesson. I used to just not let myself try anything competition. I used to just not let myself experiment or do anything like it was always like well gotta go out and win or it's just useless you know what i mean like so i'd always just do the same thing that i knew that worked for me yeah but recently i've broken out and trying to do my own thing kind of diversify my style um and i've like a given myself permission to do that and b i'm in the environment that i can do that so yeah i mean leads to white belt growing pains yeah you gotta refine the style yeah and I mean, there's plenty, I mean, there's obviously plenty of things I'm not good at, so it was nice to spend time in areas that I'm weak. Um, like, for instance, leg locks. Like, I, I was very bad at them probably at the beginning of 2018. Man. Then I went to that Gordon Ryan seminar, and then I immediately competed in the Arnold after that and got a couple heel hooks in competition. So, like, oh. started making strides that way i just recently took a private with sean daughtry who's the leg lock master and yeah. craziness um and he closed up a lot of loops for me so mm. really happy about that very cool um but post tournament i mean i don't feel bad about it i mean i don't know it's just right. I'm, I'm cool with experimenting now so like i don't feel bad about losing about if i have tried something different right. you know i give myself the permission to experiment i guess uh, at what point does that end though because i mean yeah there's certain the point things. is to win <clears throat> right so right like, um and that's you, where do you draw the line yeah specific competitions i should obviously take more seriously like mm-hmm. fight to win and all that stuff like that's like no you're joke. damn near like, a fight to win champion right now right yeah two and oh man yeah you can get a belt here pretty right. soon never know <laughs> um but like that I can still approach that in a playful way, though. Oh, very cool. It used to be, like, because I used to do, like, IBJJS stuff, and it was, like, one and done, you're, you know, you're out, and, like, ton of money, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, of course, my old situation was just terrible, so the pressure sucked. Yeah. Um, but I've kind of been able to get away from that, and then now it's time to shift back into, like, winning and making that winning recipe, too, so... Yeah. Kind of, ex- but expand on that. So. But you got to experiment to find a happy yeah. way to do it. Yeah. And that's you the know. thing. Like, I used to just not have fun competing sometimes. So. Yeah, it became a job. It became to, this thing you had to do. Yeah. yeah. Like, I have to have fun now. Like, that's almost priority number one. Like. I mean, that's worth the experimentation and losing at tournaments for a mm-hmm. while alone is just to, just to have a new way of doing things that's fun. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, yeah. And I, I had mean, to break that pattern. You got to break the pattern somehow. I had to really somehow. break it. <laughs> oh, I mean, oddly enough, losing breaks it. Oh yeah. It'll. It, you got to beat. You got to get beat down a bit. Yep. And then have a reason to come back, but then you know, consciously say, "I want this reason to be positive." Yeah. I want to have yeah. fun with this. This is cool. You know. Yeah. And, and then, like, I mean, the match wasn't like stupid. I mean, I didn't get like outclassed or anything. I made a mistake on a bad choice kind of and that's, that's all the, it takes that's the level uh, yeah I that's mean, all yeah you're, that's you're pretty all high up there now it. so it's it's one choice <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's that one works. choice one and done but yeah but um, i mean that's cool though if you yeah. gotta experiment at that level to understand the consequences of that level yeah and then like now you're like oh my pinky was in the wrong place uh-huh. bam okay done. that's what i need to think about yep <laughs> and um i've always been able to like remove myself and analyze losses and like grow from them so that's never bothered me you know mm-hmm. like some people just get like, hung up on it i'm not i can be like all right cool i can take this from it and we're gonna move on <laughs> like, yeah I, I don't dwell on it i mean i don't know it reminds me of a good quote which is not as good a quote as it used to be because lance armstrong i heard lance armstrong say it he yeah. Said, yeah he said a great athlete has no past mm-hmm. 
Yeah, which is just, I mean, I think it's still a really cool thing to say. Yeah. Uh, that it makes sense. Like you just got to move right on, sure. but then you're like, "Oh shit, his context was horrible." But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In but, an athletic uh, sense, sure. But in an athletic <laughs> sense, yes, it's nice to be able to. Okay, I lost. Let's learn from it. And this treat wins the same way. Michael Jordan was pretty notorious for that. Mm-hmm. He didn't give a shit. Like, yeah. He's like, I won. Okay, how can I do better? Yeah. I lost. Okay, what can I do better? Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, yeah. I don't necessarily feel like overwhelmed with anything if i win either like i'm like can we take this and move with it like i want i mean it's not like anymore there's no like end all be all match or tournament like you want to i want to keep competing as long as i can like do it forever physically yeah and just you know i'm not necessarily interested in like collecting titles like i hope i do some you know along the way maybe but oddly enough that a lot of that stuff comes to you if if you're all right, another cool quote, um, real good book called Way of the Peaceful Warrior. And um, Socrates, no, no, I, don't remember, I don't know that Socrates has a real name, but um, he said, if you do what's right in the moment, the future takes care of itself. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's kind of how things fall in your lap. It seems like they just fell in your lap, yeah. but it's a series of moments of doing the right thing. Yep. So in which case, you're not worried about titles and things, but you're doing the right thing. Hopefully stuff, something will things, go along You know, with if it. you're doing things right, good things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I remember when I was, and just now I, just, I have more things to focus on. When mm-hmm. I was younger or whatever, I didn't. I never you know. believed that when I was younger either. Yeah. My competing in Taekwondo was my life. Yeah, exactly. And, like, And I didn't really give a shit about anything else, even though I was in school and I had multiple jobs and, you know. It was, it was all to fuel that it was all centered around that you know and yeah and i was like now that it's not an important thing to me i'm better than i've ever been yeah it's freaking great well i mean yeah. it is important but i just like don't even i don't i just don't it's give not it as much one. attention yeah yeah it's not the number one slot it's <clears throat> it's a super it's in that realm i guess but yes yeah. you know it's not the only thing um so yeah, you know, and I'm like my anxiety used to be terrible about competing and this and when, of course that was the only thing I did and focused on. Of course it's, of course gonna, be it's gonna be horrible. Terrible. Yeah. Um now I have other things to play with, deal with, you know, and just my mentality's better, so Yeah. You know. Or things you dealt with, like when you were competing in terms of post and pre and oh, all that man. stuff. I mean you know, a lot of times like I didn't have to cut a lot of weight. But I was always very conscious of my weight, and I was very praised for it. So I was very skinny. Hmm. Like, I don't think I was skinny, but everyone else is like, you look like you were dead. <laughs> and I'm like, but I had big thighs. They were good, you know. Like, that was always my comment. Like, my thighs and my butt are the same size they are now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, that was my, my deflection of it. So, I mean, I had that because I, I competed in, you know, bantamweight, flyweight, 135 or like 127 back then. And um, the pressure of when it was when it was just us on the team i was usually the second best guy on my team mm-hmm. like that i had a friend who was always better than me and looking back he kind of wanted it that way yeah and like i remember the first time i really beat him in training like it was epic that was a freaking amazing yeah. day like i have a billion stories about that day we could do four hours on that <laughs> but um i have some friends like that or- it was it was one kick i did like a like a like a um, it's called a fast axe kick. It's a slide forward front leg axe kick, and just cracked him right in the face. And he was I I, pin, I footworked him into the corner too, and he had nowhere to go. And I know he was only a pressure fighter, and if you pressured him, he would break. Yeah. So I just outstrategied him, and I used my long ass leg. Ah! There's always one. There's always one. <laughs> Why does this number keep calling me? Leave a message. <laughs> I don't know you. It's probably that kid. It's probably the dude I'm talking about. That'd be hilarious. Uh, right. <laughs> but Stop um, no. Nah, the instant I hit him everything changed Mm -hmm. and like that was like you can see the demise of our friendship Mm -hmm. (laughs) from that point it's so horrible because we were like attached at the hip for six years we were like like we saw each other more than anybody yeah and yeah so that was a weird thing there was always sort of that weird social dynamic and then um just pressure from from my coach the coach that had at the time with the the guy i'll tell the horror stories about of um to be perfect at everything of i was i've always been kind of put in the teacher role i'm a good teacher i'm able to 
do movements properly, explain things in 10 different ways to anybody. And so I've always kind of had that pressure on me anyway, but he like put it on me double. Uh, I had to kind of know everything on the traditional end, everything on the sparring end, be able to teach it, be able to do it, be able to train it. You know, everyone else can be late, but I can't be late. Mm -hmm. So I'm early for everything. I'm training. I'm last to leave. I'm out training everybody. And then you have the whole flip side of it of why are you good at everything? You should only have your, your toolbox to pull from it. Yeah. Like you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, you know, ups and downs of that would always create like this weird thing. And then being in school at the same time. So it's just, it's just stress, stress, stress. Yeah. And I found always I've competed best. And I think I've told you this, that either I'm, I don't probably mention, I think I mentioned the last one. I'm a short notice fighter or I'm an exhausted fighter. Mm-hmm. One of the best days I ever had. And I, I lost by stupid ass judge, the ref thing. This is really funny as, um, uh, States one year and I was fighting a dude that's a really good guy, but I knew I could beat him cause he was a little bit flashy mm-hmm. and I knew I had, I had footwork and timing on him. And I did some of the coolest shit I've ever done. I'd, we used to call it playing angles where the Koreans would like to dodge kicks. They would just turn their head and let the kick go by. And I was stuck in the corner and I was like, I know exactly he wants to throw a spin hook kick on me. I know what leg it's coming with. And so I just leaned back. I turned my head goes right by, like misses me by like a half inch. I countered with the best like back leg round kick called a parachuggy in my life. Folded this dude. It sounded like a, it sounded like a gunshot. He folds over, steps back and I'm right about to punt him. Cause he leaned over. I was going to punt him, just Game punt him over. right in the face. And the ref stops and stops giving me an eight count. I'm like, you son. I was tired, so my eyes were crossed. As I have a lazy eye. As I hadn't Weird. slept I hadn't slept in three days. <laughs> it was finals week and I'm getting ready for states. I literally had been awake for three days. That's nuts. And here he is bent over, I'm about to kick his face off his face. And he gives you a And he gives eight. me an eight count. And I'm like, he's like, Your eyes are crossed, son. You got hit. I'm like, I didn't get hit. I have a lazy eye, they're always crossed. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and I lose the match by a point and yeah, story of my life. But, yeah. Damn. So, yeah, I know. Damn. Yeah, right? I did probably didn't even train anymore. Yeah, probably but, not. You just <laughs> took the soul out of him. I, no, he never made eye contact with me again. Well, yeah. No, for years we'd see each other and he did not look at me. I'm he like, he, he knew. Knows. He knew the power, <laughs> right? You know, so funny story. But yeah, competition was an up and down thing for me as if I never realized when I was young that if I could just let go of the pressure, I was a world beater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, that's the thing. There's no like pressure is weird. Uh, I forget who it was. Somebody's talking like there's no real physical manifestation of pressure. Mm-mm. It's all in your head and it's not even real. <laughs> it's not. It's yeah. yeah. It's, you know, I don't know. I don't remember where I got this quote, but, um, if you look at my rules, the last one of, um, suffering's all in your head. No, suffer over it, suffer a suffer little, every, little day. every day. But then the next one is suffering's all in your head. Yeah. It's all I've made it up. So don't yeah. worry about it. Just keep going. <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah, you know, I used to be really big on that. And then I realized, yeah, I, this is not suffering. This is fun. Yeah. Like, you know, people want to put, put the suffer on it because it's, you know, you're not in a climate controlled room in comfy clothes. You're out in the cold or, you know, you're sweating or you're getting beat up. And I'm like, you have to get past that. That's like, my happy that, place, Yeah, man. you have to get past the, you know, creature comfort aspect and be like, all right, you're tapping into that kind of primal well, aspect. <laughs> well, you gotta re- you got to reframe the creature comfort aspect. Yeah. Of yeah. that was comfortable for me, and it still is. Mm-hmm. I still train very hard. I mean, I don't, I don't get beat up as much as I used to. And I have to kind of hold thing. myself back from that is a good thing. I don't, you know, I don't get in there and spar as much as I like. But I still do hard training. I mean, I just turn the heat off. I turn my heat down during the day, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit chilly in here, and Mother. so what? <laughs> Too yeah. oh. I hate you. Oh, this is, this is a nice coffee break. Um, oh, today's coffee, Brazilian Fancy Cup, two roasting Joes, done in the AeroPress mm. with some ghee. Very smooth. Super smooth. How are you liking the ghee? It's very good. It is a distinct flavor. It is very distinct, It's the first yeah. time I've had it, but... Mm-hmm. It'd be good, like blended in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, blended in with some other stuff. I think it's like better, but milk perhaps. Yeah, but I, I like it. I like it in coffee. Mm-hmm. And um, this dark roast Brazilian in the AeroPresses is on point. Spot on. Yeah, I like Very it. rich. Super good flavor. Yep. Uh, now that that 
phone call interruptions over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always one. God damn. Um, yeah, competition is so important. Like, it's, again, one of those things that just introduced adversity that you're making the choice to go out, sign up, fight somebody, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know? And, you know, just um, introduced um, intentional... Um, what are my words? You're intentionally going into an unfamiliar environment. Uh-huh. And, and known conflict. Like, you know, it's like, not yeah. necessarily like personal thing, but it's fighting. It's conflict. Like it's almost conflict. to kill you, man. Yeah. I mean, it's simulated murder. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So go simulate murder better than him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, you know, that you call it over that primal thing of human beings fight, dude. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's in our DNA. It's what we do. So yeah. do it. Yeah, do but it. But do it in a controlled environment with get skilled people. It. Get good at it and get it, you know, use it. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone hates anger. Yeah. Go freaking be angry if that's how, if that's what gets you to be good. Yeah. Or yeah. just, you know, get that, that emotion out of you. It doesn't necessarily exactly. mean, that doesn't mean it's negative. Uh, but it's... I feel like, yeah, you yeah, can there's... train past anger and train out of it you know what i mean mm-hmm. like but you got to train yeah you have to, you, you got to accept that you have the emotion and train through absolutely. it absolutely absolutely but then you know competition gets that aggression out mm-hmm. you know that's the thing you don't care about them and you can smash their head you yeah know what I mean? you just like, do whatever and then the aggression's the like, gone and you know moments in competition where i'm like damn this is fucked up but i'm about to crunch this fucker's neck like, oh yeah and i do it do what i gotta do i say sorry afterwards and yeah. but i at the end of the day i don't feel that bad yeah, you know, he would have done the same what, shit to that's me. What you signed up for. Yeah, that's why I never really, I never felt too bad about hurting people in competition. <clears throat> I feel bad about hurting people in practice. Yeah, I mean, by, you don't by accident. But in competition, somebody. and like when people hurt me, like yeah. they'd always be weirded out that I didn't hold a grudge. I'd I have like know. this life-ending injury. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be like bleeding somewhere. I'm <laughs> dying. I'm like, it's cool, man. I, it's what I signed up for. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Like, get over it, you know. Like, I'm not worried about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. you beat me fair and square. It's fine, you know. And, you know, I like to tell a good story and have a nice scar anyway. And yeah. I enjoy, you know, physical therapy. So, <laughs> yeah. give me a road back. I'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. As people don't want to accept violence and, like, you know, violent tendencies, but. Yeah, they put violence in it's all negative. Mm-hmm. There's positive violence. Man. Yeah. There's uh, liberating tourna- violence. It's very liberating. And competition does that for you. Yeah. Tournaments are a very positive sort of, if you want to label it as violence, yeah. you know, it's, it's a good thing. And I think it helps you realize that. So like post tournament, like how cool are you right now? Yeah. I'm chilling. You're chilling. Cause Happy. you just got it out of your system. Yeah. That's uh, the thing. Like, yeah. And I didn't even do what everything I wanted to do this, but I got to just kind of, burst i, I yeah. got to go out there and kind of get that release of Just let it go yeah Bam. um try some stuff and that's the thing i was conscious and aware of that's exactly nice. what i was doing and like exactly what i was doing wrong and that's but I, cool you know, though that it was slow it was that was the thing it was slow what? okay so like that's the thing my conditioning is fine my this is fine now it's time to go thrash again you know what i mean like yeah it's well, I think it brings you back to the lack of how to handle pressure again. Yeah. You don't have that pressure on you anymore. Right. And you just put it on yourself and that allows you to drop into that flow state, mm-hmm. which now you're conscious of everything you're doing. Yeah. Even though you're not there. It's, you know, it's hypercharged when you know, I'm there. And so now like you've taken away the negative aspects, you're able to be there. Now you can get everything out of that mistake. Yep. And even if you, even if you win, you're still in the same boat mm-hmm. of you're getting everything out of like what I do right. You know, versus can I do it better? And that's, you can apply that. That's why I'm able to be cool in any other situation in life. Cause like, I am fully aware that it's all good. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's cool. I am well. either going to learn the most I can from the situation and take it into the next situation the best I can, or I mean, nothing pro- probably is going to kill me or anything. So, I mean, you learn from it and you move on. Yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking of a couple movies, um, in Red Belt, I, I love that freaking movie. It's but um, Mike Terry says you know there's no situation that you can't make work for you. Mm-hmm. It's not the direct quote. I wish I had the direct quote in my yeah. head. But there's you know, and I tell my daughter that all the time. It's like she gets mounted a lot, and now she has a great mount escape. Yeah, and she triangle. She gets to guard and triangles people. Yeah, and then you know I just saw um, me and my daughter just went and saw Free Solo. Have you oh, heard nice. about this movie? I have not. 
as um, this dude named Alex who um, climbs El Capitan without a rope. El Capitan is in um, Yosemite, and it's like the center of the climbing universe, and it's just a that, freaking like yeah, yeah. 3,200-foot wall straight up. And it's shot over a two-year period of from, um, we talked about Meru last time, same dude that climbed Meru, Jimmy. Um, he, him and his wife, Chai, are the ones shooting this. They're documentary okay. film. Chai's a documentary filmmaker. Jimmy's a photographer that hangs off mountains and mountain, climbs mountains. And they're buddies with Alex, and they just kind of approached him about, like, can we do a documentary about you? And he's like, yeah. And it's because he's a free climber. He's the free climber. Mm-hmm. And he's like, how about you do one about me climbing El Capitan? And they're like, I don't know we want to do that, man. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, well, if it happens, it happens. And over a two-year period of him training for it, and, like, he attempts it, and then, like, he's like, nah, I don't want to. I'm done. I cheated. I Like, he grabbed, like, a... There was like a rope left up there and he uh-huh. grabbed a little thing. And it was like, you could tell at the moment it was overplanned. He got there at four in the morning, had the headlight on. like, And like he overplanned every moment. You could tell it like, like I don't want to see him die. Yeah. I want him to just stop. And he stopped. That's good. And then he like, he stopped and he was talking to another like famous free climber like about it. And he was like, good. Dude was like, good. I'm glad you, glad you got back down. And it kind of cleared everyone's nerves up. But then... You know, months later, like three or four months later, he did it. And he just woke up one day and just freaking did it. Yep. And like they had to chase him like, oh shit, he's on the mountain. He's doing it. <laughs> yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it. And they're all set up anyway, like, because they're like, probably the next couple of days, I think I'm going to do it. So like, they were there. Yeah. And so they got and it. He but just he just did it. He just got up and did it. And at one point, like he's just climbing. And you could tell he got comfortable because like he had this really, like there were a few hard, real hard spots that they'd focused on. And he did it. And he kind of looked at his camera like. Yeah, it kept climbing. You're like, that guy's in the zone. And we watched that and I talk about it like a perspective film. Mm -hmm. That's like the new pre-tournament film. That's holy crap. Because he was talking about, you know, the difference between um, like danger and risk. And how he goes into that, you know, he's like, if I... You know, I'm, if I do this wrong, I fall off a mountain, I die. Mm-hmm. He's like, and I have to be okay with that. He's like, I think about that. Like, what's it going to be like to fall off the mountain? Will I die before I hit the ground? What's going to break? It's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm comfortable with death. I know it's going to happen. So I'm free. And I think he, you know, knocked that down a bunch of notches and you go into competition mm-hmm. for what, what kind of stuff we do of... You know, I like the idea. I like that. You know, I used to, uh, outside of competition, I'm definitely a daredevil in a lot of ways. And when I was in college, I, growing up in Athens, it's all hills. I would race cars every day. Every day on my mountain bike, with my 30-pound bag on, no helmet, <laughs> untied shoes, whew, going as fast as I'd be cracking, you know, I'm probably nearly 50 miles an hour sometimes, <laughs> bike vibrating apart. And if there's a stop sign in front of me, if there's a stoplight, I'm like, if that light turns red, I'm dead. I can't stop. You know, if someone turns and doesn't see me, game over. It's over, bro. And the only once I was chasing a bus that I chased every day, and the bus stopped 10 feet short of where it <laughs> normally stops. And every day I would go down that hill and think, I wonder what happens if you wreck on this hill. I found bad, out. Bad. It was beautiful, man. Because like, I had to just consciously make the decision of which way am I going to fly. Am I going this way? I, mean, I can't go there. There's people. Yep. Am I going through the bus window? Ah, well, I'm, I'm going to break my neck. Yep. So I'm coming traffic. And flew up over my handlebars, and I looked over the building in front of me, so I was at the top <laughs> of the hill, and I went, it's a beautiful day. Yep. And bam! <laughs> and then I wake up in the grass, and I'm like, how the hell did I end up over here? And the ambulance. A whole lot farther than I thought. Yeah. Like, well, I guess I actually rolled my backpack, broke my face, which I didn't mm. find out until like five or six years later. I finally got all the pieces together. But if you, have a, if you wear a backpack and ride a bike... Used the belty thingy. Ah. I didn't have the belt thingy. So my backpack flies up, breaks my face. Dang. I roll out of it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, if I don't have a backpack, all I have is road rash. But I rolled out of it. My backpack hit me in the head again. My head hit the ground. I slide to a stop. I got up. I shook my head. Picked up my bag. Walked 20 feet to a nearby tree and sat down. I, I was unconscious. It literally took me yeah. almost 10 years to piece this together. <laughs> but um, and bits and pieces. I guess people were trying to help me up. And I was on my way to my first aid CPR instructor course, which is even funnier. And not one person in that damn course saw me. <laughs> and I'm like, 
You're not supposed to help someone up who's just been in a... Like, and I was like, no, I'm good. Thank you. I'll be fine. I'm just going to sit here for a while. I guess I was all polite and just Generally chilling. coherent. Yeah, I was, but I don't remember any of this. And then I woke up in the grass, and the police officer's like, lay down, son, the ambulance is on its way. I'm like, what? Like, did you see that? Like, <laughs> I'm like, just wrecked ass. I'm like, damn. Well, you know, so I passed back out. But, you know, fine, just accepting death. But competing all the time sort of led to that, mm-hmm. of that I could do stuff like that and just be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any extreme examples like that. Uh, but plenty of things, or plenty of things, I'm just hit that that wall of yeah fuck it and then you do it like, <laughs> if it happens it happens go yeah and like of course well, anxiety will keep you up until that point but then once you jump off you're cool you let go of it it it's allows like you to let go of that anxiety yeah, yeah you know and i kind of miss chasing that every day but i shouldn't anymore yeah i've chased it it's good i know i know where it is that's like that's why <laughs> one of my goals in 2019 is to compete like at least once a month or so like oh that'd be good just to, I mean, just to get in the, just groove. the consistency of it. Like, uh. I have a few picked out bigger ones that I want to focus on, but like in some in between, that's you know my experimentation. Oh, phase. you got like, to take the European model, man. Of um, it's not as much as it used to be, but they would go for one to two peaks a year. Mm-hmm. Of it's been oversaturated. Soccer used to be really good at this, but now people are playing in like four different leagues over there. Yeah. And it's nuts. But you're going one to two major peaks a year. So you pick your one tournament or your two tournament. And those are your peaks and everything else builds toward mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And so, like, we'll train. We can train that. I'll, tell, I'll teach you how to mess with that idea. Yeah, I mean, but, I'm already um, starting to, like, plot out my calendar, so I'll show you. And... But that's an important concept. And it's cool that you're able to let go of winning and losing because then it allows you to focus on the big ones mm-hmm. without being worried about it. Right. Because not everyone's the big one. Right. Yeah. That, and I mean, jiu-jitsu is so insanely cool because... Say like college wrestling, you got four years to do what you got to do. And maybe you, maybe you maybe go, you get to go beyond. Go to that. the maybe. national, international level. Eh, jiu-jitsu, I mean, it's your choice. It's you can go on and do whatever. It's so open. Yeah, you know, that, I mean, even in Taekwondo, it's not tied to college, mm-hmm. but it's very much tied to national team. Mm-hmm. And so you can fly to opens at various countries, opens, yeah. open tournaments, and that's that's going to be your taste of international if you're not on a team. Yep. Whereas jujitsu. Oh, you just yeah. show up. Yeah. I mean, you can show up to parking world championship. He keeps bumping my TV. Yeah, it's just about to knock Slide it. it back. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you can sign up to world championship, you know, and you can go 10 years in a row and my... sign up in a different division every time. And, you know. Yeah, I love that. I think that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, fight to win, like, like you know, a grand organization there because you have, like, older black belts or something who, you know, didn't compete or have or coming back to competition and stuff yeah. on like great platforms like that. Yeah. And I mean, they have such like jujitsu is developing a really cool pro circuit. Yes. If you have all these different sort of versions, fight to win being the the one that comes to Columbus. So we're, and you compete in it. So we're kind of best with that. And you I just, all I these think other that one is the best right now that grappling industries are grappling really industries the show. laid out good, man. And then you go out and think on a, like a, a more international level that you're going to watch on TV. If you go for EBI or Polaris, mm-hmm. really cool concepts going yep. on there. You have like Kasai and like and, all these yeah. very like spectator friendly mm-hmm. venues and shows. And like, they're very like nice production value, you know? Yeah. It's so not you, like in some dude's garage. <laughs> no, it's not. You got a really high production value. So you got fight to win, which is sort of a, almost a local tournament, but on like an international level. Yeah. And it's like, it's got you know, just great streaming and, yeah, and you, you know, promotion yeah. and people are paid and <laughs> yeah, you get paid. And then you have sort of the, you know, the different side of it with the EBIs and the Polarises, but the, the pro circuit that's developing for jujitsu now is just absolutely awesome. And the rule set, the, rule the, the varying rule sets are, amazing. are really cool. And it's starting to get, it's starting to a, like, erase lines between different styles of grappling and just bring back different every, styles of grappling catch wrestling's getting every, big again like yeah everyone's able to kind of wrestling tip like, into you know dip into it i yeah. saw jeff glover like he's doing like a folk style wrestling coaches clinic or something like oh, no way. learning coaching yeah like learning wrestling cool um so like there'd be some interesting wrestling from yeah <laughs> that's the thing like well i mean look at the parallels between like wrestling and jujitsu as they are but now like you're starting to see in collegiate wrestling like ton of funky stuff like a lot yeah, of stuff you'd see in jiu-jitsu they're like, doing a lot of jiu-jitsu stuff and again yeah. that's the lines are being erased and i'm really happy about that you're starting to see people like 
Khabib, you know, like Sambo, he's, you know, very represented there. Mm. Um, you're just seeing different styles of grappling and how dominant they are. What it all boils down to is it's grappling. Yeah. You know, it's like, all grappling. you go find a style, go grapple, like, That's... you're going to be in a better spot. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I mean, you get to get up to go, get to go up against different styles and different rule sets. Yeah. Like, teases different things out. Right. And suddenly realize, like, positions and slight changes and uh, how different things work. But yet, how the same thing will work in different situations, mm-hmm. and, yeah, it's uh, it it's better for all the arts as a whole. Yeah, it's a weird sort of style versus style concept mm-hmm. within grappling, yep. but that everyone's sort of mixing and matching and learning to apply. You know, no one's coming out as the best or the greatest. They're all just sort of morphing yeah. into each other almost. And yeah. I think that's. I'm hoping that's what starts to blend into the future as well. It's just like, not necessarily like one big happy family or anything, but like people are just exchanging ideas and like just crossing stuff over. It's not like, oh, I'm on this team. I got to keep my secrets about this team, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just not like that anymore. Yeah, no, I like like that people cross over. You can train in multiple things. Because I come from the style versus style era where you get real good at one thing and that should be great for you. Mm -hmm. Which isn't necessarily bad. Yeah. But... You know, I had to sneak around and train other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so I like that I can just kind of go do what I want. Yeah. Even if I'm a part of one school, I can go train at other schools. I can train at other martial arts, and it's yeah, all like, good. And I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, dabbling in other things. Like, oh, I, I'll pick up a Kali stick and mess around with that sometimes. Like, I don't, I've never, like, formally trained Kali except, like, once or twice. But, like, mm, some crossovers bit. and stuff, but, like, yeah. start to play, like, Hitting someone with a stick is hitting someone with a stick. You can always find a stick, man. Yeah. Yeah, there's always a stick. Yeah. But, I mean, even... I'm definitely, like, wanting to even get into different styles of competition, like... Oh, really? Like... Sambo or something, if I could find... Or, like, going back to wrestling? Yeah, or? like, some open wrestling tournaments, freestyle, or mm. catch wrestling or something, if I could find... You know, I'd definitely like to try some different stuff. There's like, more and more of that now, catch mm-hmm. wrestling. And, um... I want to do freestyle judo. Yeah. Where it's like everything judo with real submissions, like you get time on the ground. So it's yeah. like what judo used to be, the real judo. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> sweet. I'd like to try that. Um, and I mean, I have a sweet spot in my heart for striking, and I like, mm. and I wouldn't mind competing in striking again. But it's like a different animal, kind of. Striking's still a different animal. Yeah, I mean, I can kick. I'm starting to be able to kick again, mm. and so like. It's just, I'm so happy. Yeah. Like, but, like, Taekwondo doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But, like, you could go, like, <laughs> like karate combat or something, like, crazy like that. Like, something still yeah, is there. Like, yeah, maybe. The there's still a form. Where there's still, like, you know, uh, a way to have, like, powerful kicking mm-hmm. be a thing, you know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, there's there's Lethway or Lethway or whatever, which is, like, Myanmar bare knuckle boxing with like headbutts. Oh my god. With the headbutts. The headbutts alone. Dope. Mm-hmm. But scary as fuck. Like <laughs> Oh yeah. But at the same time, like eh, you know, do it yeah, once yeah. or twice. That'd be neat. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Oh, see, did like, you see um did you see the the Netflix thing with Frank Grillo? I haven't yet. Oh yeah, because he does, he has like a there's an episode on that. Which um, is it's very Is cool. it with Dave LeDuc or whatever, like Duke or um, I can't remember, but he's there. Yeah. Like, he goes to, like... Myanmar. And My, he's, in, he's in Myanmar. They... And, yeah. Some of the training there, I mean... The head... The, yeah, the headbutting and the, that combination like they, they of the They train headbutt. the headbutt, though. It's just they, so yeah, cool. they build combos around headbutting. Yeah. It's awesome. It's really neat. And, like, once I saw some of the fighting and, like, the actual competitions, I was like, oh, yeah, this is... That makes so much sense. Like... Yeah. Not necessarily that you want to just, like, yeah, my headbutt is my main tool, but, like, yeah. you're fighting, you know, whatever. Like, I don't know. When I was a kid, my headbutt was my main tool. Headbutt's a good tool. I won a lot of fights with headbutts. I head have a hard-ass head, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for yeah. some reason, it's a human inner, or, like, a human response. They People like to do oh, that. Like, yeah, <laughs> they was, want to club their head. Like, Yeah. Was, I mean, I was, well, I mean, growing up where I did, I was, I was really tiny. Mm-hmm. And I was also, like, the minority kid. Like, bang! So people, I'd get pinned down. And if I, I mean, if I could get on top. Like I'm headbutting. I'm, head I'm standing. I got footwork and stuff, but be, I'd be pinned down so someone would get close to me because they want to like say something. I'm like, Hoo! yeah. <laughs> I remember the uh, 
headbutt scene in Gangs of New York when Daniel Day Lewis had him pinned down on the table, he's freaking headbutting the shit out of him. Oh, damn. Like, yeah. Awesome. You're like, that's intense. All right, well, steering, steering it back. Yeah, steering yeah. it back to, to lessons. Well, I mean, kind of post competition, this is sort of what happens. Your, your mind just goes, whoa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You sort of grab a bunch of stuff. But, I mean, within all the. Now that you're relaxed and you've let it, you know, let it happen. Um, what are you, what are you garnering from it? Like, I don't know. Uh, from a, my, yeah. I need to revisit. Like, it's time to revisit my intensity and like, okay, uh, and kind of re-add in a little bit of grit. You know, like that used to get me in trouble put me in bad positions but now it's like okay like i'm calm enough and comfortable enough to see stuff and the technique's kind of caught up with yeah so now yeah. i need to add in some thrash what about um i was thinking about this is not the first time that you've been submitted going for a submission mm -hmm. what about control positions or pinning yeah like, as an idea you know? um a lot of like positioning is like that and then sometimes Anytime, like, I'll sub, it's almost like I get too excited and it'll, I'll yeah. leave something behind. So that's, yeah, that's another yeah. thing is my, and that's the thing I've been working on is where I'm leaving things when I'm submitting, trying to sub or, like, just focusing on <clears throat> minding my P's and Q's to make sure everything's tucked in so I don't get, you know, stupidly yeah, you don't subbed leave, or... You know, make sure everything's filled in. You don't leave a yeah. pressure gap. Yeah. Well, and even just, like respecting I, I mean i'm not saying i don't respect other people's attacks or like my opponent's attacks but like my defense used to be very like oh they're attacking and going out attack their attack and like focus on it and now i'm like oh maybe i'll just grab my own attack and like you know it's uh, I, I just you. need to kind of revisit and like re-splice in some of those things like i've experimented enough outside of that to know which pieces i can splice back in and not splice back in oh very cool so oh. yeah there's certain aspects of old game that I like and I'm going to keep and then well, I'm replacing other things so yeah. now emotionally how do you handle bringing the old game stuff back in because if it does it still have a negative connotation to it or is it I have to think about it and just be like because I can still like hear my coach sometimes in the back of my head like saying shit like fucking like oh, shit. get back on top or you know yeah. whatever I'm just like, Jesus Christ like, <laughs> like come on yeah so, so you got to kind of take that out of the the move itself yeah so I have to break down and very and I've always taken everything out away from a technique and i've just treated it as the technique you yeah. know like i treat the technique as you know it's perfect and we're always messing it up yeah so i've been able to you know kind of disassociate that and just sit there and be like okay this is the technique this is what i really need to break down about it and that's the thing i just been left alone so that i can break my shit down and think yeah. about it and make it work for me okay. as opposed to someone telling me how it was working for me yeah so i would say that's a massive difference just the ability to sit with it yeah yeah, yeah. No sit with it and like i just it takes me a long time to like sit with stuff like longer than most people like to sit with stuff break yeah. it down and like actually implement it people yeah. can sit there and pull stuff from whatever but implementing it is another thing too like i'm not necessarily happy until i'm implementing something so that's yeah, why it, it takes just, me that extra real step so you can implement it yeah, yeah. and I, re I refuse to begin to preview something if i'm not you know, kind of in it, in it or invested in it, I suppose. Huh. So, I get you. Yeah. What about you? Like, what was last time you competed? What was your emotional roller coaster? Oh, was your... I couldn't breathe. Yeah. Um, like literally, I couldn't because um, I'd gotten really sick two weeks before, and um, this is—I mean, I don't get—I don't get bronchitis and stuff like I used to, but my lungs just don't work, man. Yeah. My bronchi tubes like sucked, and you add on not sleeping in the schedule I used to keep, and literally before that, um, I got to the point where I probably should have been in the hospital, but I had committed to this tournament. I was picked to freaking medal at this thing, but um, I uh, I could jump rope for a minute before I started turning blue. Like literally, someone watched me do it once, and like, and he was like. You're gonna die. You, you just turned blue. I'm like, really? Yeah, cool. And that so, and that was, color. yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that was kind of at, at the, the peak, like just shit storm, uh, between me and my coach and my life was changing and I, he couldn't accept me as a grown up and all this stuff. And 
I remember just going out there. I'm like, I can't breathe at all. Well, I guess I'll hold my breath. And it was only two minute rounds. Like, I don't even care. And I made it, it was three rounds. And I made it to like halfway through the third round and he point gapped me, which was six points back then. And like, I was kind of pissed because I mean, he was the second best guy in Canada and I could beat him mm-hmm. and I didn't beat him. And I'm like, well, story of my fucking life. And then I was just like, I'm in Canada. I get all kinds of free medical. Yay. I'm going to go get a <laughs> massage. I'm going to go get some stim. Yep. I'm going yeah, yeah. to take care of this. <laughs> so I went back, you know, hacked my brains out for about 20 minutes. I took my inhaler a few times and just, and then went. So that was, that's my final competition. Right. But then you come to when we went to jujitsu tournament, mm-hmm. that was my restart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think of that as my last competition. I think of that as my first competition. Yep. That yep. was my white belt. And so that's why like, I'm just realizing that, you may not have been asking the, that question. You were thinking about the jiu-jitsu tournament. I'm telling you about my last time. I was just thinking tournament. about what your last right. uh, <clears throat> invested tournament experience was. I that was a seriously invested experience, but everything fell apart. Yeah. Like literally that day, me and my coach like broke up. Yeah, he disowned yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, we got a fight over some stupid shit. And I was like, okay, peace, <laughs> peace out. Let's, let's go. You know, and like that was it. Like I was gone for months. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, most of the time I was in bed. Mm. Like, thank God I was, I had met my, my, my wife I had moved in with her at the time. We weren't married yet, but like, thank God I have a day job at the time. Cause like I, I couldn't move. Yeah. Like I literally had gotten up at one point to go down the stairs and I stopped and sat on the steps and I was like, I'm about to die. And like, that's how, that's how sick I was. Mm-hmm. And I got through it. Like, whatever. Didn't and die. I didn't die. I'm good. But then, you know, like that jujitsu competition that we went to, I think of that as my first competition. Oh, uh, I let go of all the baggage. I was like, I got Mike now. I got this group. And I'm just going in here to see what the hell happens. That, to me alone, is like freaking gold medal. <laughs> you know, oh, the fact was. that you can just like go and let it do I just, it. Just let it be. And just, I'm going to have fun with this again. Yeah. And it was just fun. Yeah. You know, that, like, was, that was years ago now. That but... was, nah, that's the thing. Like, that was a, all of that day, that particular day. That was like our first tournament. Mm-hmm. At, like as a, a team or whatever mm-hmm. uh, at Endeavor and when I was there anyway mm-hmm. and that was during like just one of like the shittiest parts of my life like my I had a shitty Did ex you, you and, were like, was, coming out of a lot at yeah, the time like, you was, didn't you didn't like well to our listeners Mike reveals nothing I have yeah. to use like all my powers of observation and detective work on this guy yeah. and it shocks him sometimes but like yeah I knew you were in a, a pretty gnarly spot at yeah. the time so that was a very like emotionally liberating day yeah. to see just like know that everyone was like getting out there testing themselves you were accomplishing that like we had talked about stuff prior to that so war dropped into the zone for yep. hours yep that was nuts he didn't even know where it was mm-hmm. and people kept trying to talk to him i'm like no just let him let leave him alone he's somewhere else right now just <laughs> yeah. let him be so he didn't he didn't even know what it was <laughs> i need to talk to him about that before like next fight to win or whatever like mm-hmm. get in the zone um, yeah. but yeah, that was a, that was, I was a, in a real, yeah, just super crazy spot in my life or whatever. I just, Cause I put myself there, I guess, but huh? get what you want out of life. Yeah. Right? But well, that was the beginning of climbing out of that hole. That was so. a turning point. I yep. think in a lot of ways, I know for both of us, it was very much turning point. Yeah. And I mean it for everyone else there, it may have been as well. I think so. I mean, it set the tone for kind of the rest of it, you know, mm-hmm. and now it's kicking, it's growing. It is, what it nice. is man. Yeah. But yeah, that was a, like, I'm happy. It makes me feel good. Just Absolutely. thinking about that day. It was a great day. It was, yeah, it, it definitely, you know, I got, I kind of let go of a lot of stuff, like really embraced being a white belt. And then, you know, really set the tone for, where I'm at now because mm-hmm. like you know even though I don't train with you anymore we still hang out we still train together yeah but that the fact that I actually left Endeavor does stem back to that day where I was like this is what I do and I'm not taking shit from anybody anymore mm-hmm. if I go outside of this I'm not doing it yeah you know and then the I, I, people don't like when people leave and stuff or like they take it personally I'm like I'm glad that you feel confident enough to go elsewhere and function. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, it doesn't bother me. Like I, my old coach used to flip his fucking gourd every time someone would leave. I'm like, 
Yeah. Why? Well, I mean, if you're talking the effects of a tournament, post-tournament, like, before I left, I talked to you about it. Mm -hmm. I had to clear it with you. Yeah. I wanted to make sure it was okay, and I kind of told you my reasonings behind it, where my daughter want me to train there, and the mm -hmm. whole belt test thing, and all that. And you were like, yeah, it's cool. And then where I train now with Vitor, I cleared it with him, because if he said no, I wasn't going to train there. Mm -hmm. And he was like, it's fine, don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, and that was shocking to me, coming from such a, a, a like a militaristic loyalty background sure. that I grew up in martial arts wise. I was yeah. like, I'm so happy it was that easy. Um, yeah, it doesn't well, have to dang. be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. you have to do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, like you said, your daughter's training over there. Like, it just makes sense. It just, like, yeah. <laughs> it's a happy thing, man. It's fun to that we train together. And she's yeah. actually. She shows me stuff all the time. She Good. she absorbs steps way better than I do. Yeah. So I just let her explain it. I'm like, oh, thank like, you. Sweet. Thanks for the detail. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know to put my hand there. Sweet. Okay. She's like, why? You obviously have to put your hand there, Papa. Come on. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, right. You're right. Okay. It makes sense. Uh, <laughs> but it's opened that up because now we just, you know, we're there together. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's super cool. I love it. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah. I mean, I think I don't have kids, but like. I think sharing martial arts between like parents and kids, yes. both training or both having a background in it, like is it's a it's not it's rare, but it's, it's so it can be so like developmentally awesome and sometimes detrimental. But it, well, on how you handle it, yeah. Um, I don't push her real hard, mm -hmm. and some people think that's bad, and some people think that's good. Um, but the only the only like hard and fast rule I have is you got to train. You know, she tried, she, she yeah. quit for a while. I let her take a summer off. Yeah. We talked about it. It wasn't just like a benevolent dictator. No. And I was like, listen, buddy. Okay. You know, cause it was, she was starting to get better. So the transition phase, she just started crying when mm -hmm. it's so hard. I can't do it. Yeah, it is. And hard. I'm like, it is hard. It sucks. It is, uh, yeah. That's why you got to do it. I said, all right, you can take the summer off, but you got to tell V2 in person. Which freaked her out mm -hmm. bad. She was crying when we were going there. She didn't want to do it, and that was part of that. That's that's part of the reason why I was like, "Cool, take it off," because then you got to own up to it. Yeah, and he was cool about it. He just said, "Hugged her," and yeah, you know, it's okay. And she hugged him like real hug, like a good hug, man. Yeah. And kind of smiled at me, and I was like, "Thank you, sir." And he was like, "Yeah," and took some off. Then she came back, and now I like it's better than ever. Yeah, but you know, I'm just like, you got to train at least once a week. Training's training. But beyond that, I don't push it. Like, she's getting good enough to be good at competition. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you don't have to compete. But yeah. I, I mean, I think it'd be cool if you did, because I think you could get some medals. I think you could enjoy winning and enjoy the experience. Yeah. Uh, but like, nah. I think, and that's the and, thing. I think you can open dialogue since you've competed, since you know the ups and downs of it. You can open dialogue and be like, this is why competition helps. This is why this, this is why it helps. Blah, blah, blah. This is why it hurts. Every but other then, parent can be like, I've never competed in shit, and then they just coach from the sidelines. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that. But then, you know, I have the, I got the gym in the basement mm -hmm. and we do tons of training down here. We roll down here all the time. We got that jujitsu card game that I have that yep. we love to play. Yep. And it's just the way for us to connect. It's a very good baseline. It's Absolutely. something we can always come back to that keeps us together. Yep. You know, and as she gets older, um, that's not going to be as tested as people think. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think she's going to be a wild ass teenager. I think she's going to be a lot like me. She's going to be a boring teenager. I think she's going to want to train. <laughs> I think she's going to train. I think she's going to hang out with her friends. I think she's going to, you know, just be a kid, but she's not going to have all that, that stupid shit where you have to like defy authority. Yeah. Be your own person and stuff. Yeah. Cause I've always let her be your own person. Right. And we don't she have knows that. who she is. So that's cool. Yeah. Like, we don't butt be. heads like that. Cause like <laughs> intentionally I set it up that way. Yeah. Uh, I saw who she was when she was born and I said, we're together on this. We make decisions together. We do things together. Team. And we're a team. You know, we're equal members of the team, but yeah. training facilitated that. Yep. Competition facilitated that. If I saw the, I guess training is the the way is the vehicle to implement that into life. Like you know, very I mean? much like, so. And this is this is the ultimate version of it for me. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's like the has the most the pure, purest intent, I suppose. Yeah, but it's all the practice of yeah. like when she was born, the her pediatrician freaked out that I wasn't freaked out. He's like, you've never had kids. I'm like, I have a thousand children. Dude. <laughs> you, don't <know laughs> you don't understand. I've been, I've been helping take care of kids since I was three, which people say, and they're like, no. I'm like, no, really. <laughs> like, practice, 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 practice. <laughs> and, you know, and he sees me now and he's like, well, shit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. You, 
you weren't lying. And I'm like, yeah. So like, it all worked up to this. So 100% worth it. You know, I'm a proper father. Yeah. Bam. You know. Yeah. But to have mean, a vehicle to get to that point. Absolutely. You know, and competition did play a big role in that. Absolutely. Of the ups and downs of that and sort of the emotional extremes. And to see the, the parents yell at their kids and yell at the coaches and the refs and yeah. stuff. And yeah. be frustrated by that and be like, why? Yeah. And just be like, well. That's a prime example of what that's, not to that's do. That's what not to do. You know, I'm the very, I'm the, oh, you're almost time to go. Yeah, I have to go teach class here. got to go say. teach, yeah. So, so wrapping it up, you're feeling pretty good about the comp. Yep. You've got a way to go. Yep. That's the thing, like, uh, let's see, what was the last? Last time I competed before this one was... Was it Fight the Win, I think? Yeah. Was think there so. something between that? Or was it just uh, was it the oh, Fight the Win? Uh, Oh, yeah, was that, was... that that one house one? With yeah. that that other turn, that other invite turn. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something. Anyway, um, what was my point? Uh, I was just. I mean, this year it, I wasn't like expecting like massive things. You know, it was like kind of like I did. I was consistently doing things, churning stuff out, and like consistently training. Mm. That really ramped is going to ramp me into 2019. Like, yeah, this was like a prep year. Almost. Yeah, it was like a rebuilder. Of, you know, you really got a hold of your strength conditioning. You really started to compete more. You kind of dipping your toe in. Yep. And so, now you've got a line to you got a you got a base to jump off of. And right? I feel confident in my skills and abilities to do so, which what? is a first, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You know, I have my own belief in myself, so it's cool. Uh, um. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it and looking forward to keeping everyone updated on Coffee Regular. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's going to get even better. Yeah. We may even have video next year. So soon. That's the plan. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not necessary, but you know, whatever. It's coming. And be a real podcast. I'm actually going to get this on like downloadable podcast content yeah. here real soon. I was looking at a couple of them. Yeah. I got to figure out how to do that and then Word. we'll make that work. Cool. All right. Well. All right. Well, have a killer day. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Keep your coffee regular. Mm-hmm. All right. See y'all later. Peace in.